Peace. Welcome to another episode of Bootstraps. I'm your host, Anefriesian. Yo, I can't front. I'm really hyped for today's episode. My man, Marv One from Detroit, has hopped on here to bless us with some of his game. And here's, here's the interesting piece. You know, it's always said, the game is sold, not told. Which, if you're not familiar with that saying, it basically means... If you know something that's valuable and you can make money off of, you don't give it away for free. And one of the really important themes that came through in this conversation I had with Marv today was how he understood the landscape of the music industry as an entrepreneur. And even though he's not what some people on the surface would consider a traditional entrepreneur, he absolutely is. And he was able to pivot during the pandemic and put out not only dope music, but it was commercially successful. So I'm not going to talk too long. Let's go ahead and get into this episode and put you guys up on game. But if you are new to the podcast, I would like to ask you, hey, share the share this episode around. And if you're on Instagram, go on over and give us a follow at Bootstraps Podcast. Let's get into it. Peace, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bootstraps. Brother, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? What's going on, people? This is the incredible Marvin Wonderful, world-famous fat killers, east side of Detroit. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> what up, though? What up, though? Yeah, man. Look, man. Well, I'm super, super happy that you uh, came and uh, decided to hop on Bootstraps real quick. And I know we're we going to be shortened to the point, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you're moving and shaking out there, making things happen. So... Don't want to take. Trying to be like you, man. Please, please, man. But you know, we all try to get on your level. So why don't you? Why don't you uh, talk to us real quick about uh, your latest project just came out? Before we started recording, you and I were talking about it a bit, Um, and just like let the people know what what the latest project is that you just dropped. How did it go for you? We'll we'll dig into that a little bit. Uh, The last solo project I dropped was um, was a project called Sooner Than Later. Um, it was a full length project that I did all the production for. I produced the whole project. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's a little tidbit for you. Uh, I produced the project. Um, I have features on there from my man, Fat Father. Um, who else is on my project? Uh, I had, I had my man, Denine. It, it, it was a, it was a nice little mission man. I put it out through, uh, through these two companies, uh, rappers I know. Shout out to my man, Frank. Shout, shout out, out FWFJ. He did. And uh, this company called um, The What of Whom. Shout out to my man, Kim Hill. And uh, it did, man. It did, it did really well, man. The, it was it was critically acclaimed and it was, you know, accepted really well by the public. So I have no complaints, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming off a of soundtrack Autumn. Like it did, it did, it did really well. So. Right, right. That was the, that was the last solo project I dropped. Yeah, man, I remember when it when it came out to it, it instantly went into my rotation. I I threw it on loop, you know. But I'm I mean, I'm I'm biased, right? Like, yeah, that's cool. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm unapologetically biased, but yeah, it was it was definitely a fire track. I can't I can't figure out the one I like the most because it just depends on my mood, right? So we talked about that's the cool. working track, but when I'm rolling, when I'm cruising out here in California, you know, the sun is out. You know how it is out here. That Camp Low joint is uh. 
it's fire too. It's a dope. It's a dope beat to ride too. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like we happy. We celebrating life, man. Fuck it. <laughs> right, right. Like you, like you can you can only you can only be somber for so long, man. Like you can only be fucking down for so fucking long, man. Before before you just gotta start you before you just start appreciating like all the blessings that you that that you have, man. Like like I love it. Like life ain't perfect. Like, I mean, it ain't, it ain't fucking terrible, man. Right. No, it's definitely a blessing. God is good. Life you is know? good. It's all a matter of perspective. And it really fits with what we talking about here with bootstraps, right? It's like, there is this reality that, you know, if you, you can choose to focus on that black folks got it harder than everyone else. And that probably ain't going to change in our lifetime. That's just kind of what it is. And that can be kind of overwhelming. But life is still really dope, and there's hella dope stuff that comes with being black. There's certain benefit, and <laughs> Kwame Brown been on this legendary beef kick. Oh, he is the, the past month, but he been talking about mama's cooking, and you know, there's there's spice that kind of comes with being black, and there's 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 that mama's cooking that we get that is specifically because we're black, which makes things super beautiful too. So, you know, the the key takeaway is whatever if you're trying to do something, you're trying to build a life that you want to have that's not just a life based on misery you know your your attitude is going to be a big part of it it's not the soul piece like we ain't in this situation because of our attitude things were done to us but for sure how we respond to it and what we what we choose to focus on will definitely impact what we end up accomplishing so in the middle of of a damn pandemic you create and put out this project and it was wildly successful. So, won't you, won't you, uh, talk me through like what the creation project process was like for the, for the project, and then uh, how did how did you how did you take it to market? <laughs> the crazy the crazy thing was is that the project had been done. The project was done, but you know what I'm saying. Due to due to the pandemic, like like it was a, a, a weird time. Like nobody knew nobody knew how to really move. So. With that being said, like, I, it, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because I was able to I was able to sit back and watch how other people moved and how and how things were going to be received. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do think that the the reception was so good because it wasn't just like it didn't seem like I, I felt like a lot of artists were panicking. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and it, it it showed it showed in their it showed in their 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 final product, but like I know what my fans want for me, and you know I know what what I can give to the game. So like it was it was it was it was fairly easy, and I got you know and I got time to go back and and fucking uh, perfect some things, switch some things out because it wasn't like anybody was going anywhere. So it wasn't no fucking rush to put the music out. Like <laughs> right. we. You know what I'm saying? We were all in the crib. Like that's all we. That's the only place we were gonna be. Right, right. So right. Oh, super lockdown. You know what I'm saying? So, like it was, it was, it was a blessing. It was a blessing for me. I was, I was able to, like I was, I was really able to to go back in and fine tune some things. And I think it showed, man. I think it really, really showed. That's, that's um, what's up. Well, I so I know game is sold, not told, right? But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, there's this there's this nerd term that. You know, people have been throwing around in, in the business world, especially in the startup world for the past 10 years or so, which is pivot. You know, you start in this one direction. You think this is going to be the way you're going to go make money. 
shit don't go the way you thought it was going to go and you got to pivot and go another direction. That's just okay. kind of called like everyday life, you know, to be for us. But that said, you were working towards this project. It was done. It was wrapped. It was ready to go out. Pandemic hits. So now in the nerd term, you had to pivot. What, what was it that you saw? What, what can you share with us that you saw that you were able to decipher in the game? Like, all right, other artists are here panicking, but I'm going to do it this way. And I'm going to turn 2020 into a, a hyper successful year financially. I just, I, I felt like, I felt like, I felt like every, I felt like everyone was rushing. Everyone was rushing to be the first as opposed to being the best. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, I think, I think there was a lot of, there was a, a lot of forgettable music dropped. I think one of the biggest, one of the biggest, one of the biggest uh, selling points of being an independent artist is that you're on your own timeline. You know what I'm saying? I don't, like, I'm not necessarily competing with someone who has to have crazy media spins or, or video plays or anything like that. Like my, like my, like my audience, my fan base is, is much more organic. So, like I was really able to give them, you know, mom was cooking. Shout out to Kwame. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't a thing where I like I had to rush. And like I was I was super I was super thankful for that, man. So it was received really well. Like, you know, people bought the albums. I sold out on Fat Beats a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Like I sold out on my own page a couple times. Like it was like it was it was it was really, really well received. And it, it gave me a lot of it gave me a lot of confidence going into the future, just knowing that, like, slow and steady literally wins the race. Right. Keep it a buck. And some, some you said that I think is a really profound point is about people put out a lot of unforgettable music. And so you weren't really focused on being first or getting out there super fast. You wanted to get it right. You right. could not outmarket a bad product. Like pe- people always think that there's some gimmick, some hustles. You could, if, like, if you if you a snake oil salesman, right? And with snake oil salesmen, they used to go town to town, right? Because they go somewhere, mm-hmm. they sell some people some whack shit that didn't work, and then their rep was burnt forever in that town, so they had to go somewhere else. That's where it comes from. You can't that saying comes from, but you you cannot sell somebody something in any category that ain't good. I don't care what the product is. So I think yeah, that was a major yeah, you, key. You, you can't. You can't you can't put lipstick on a pig, bro, and not be a right. pig. It's still a fucking pig, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Keep it a puck. So, or an Ohio State fan, like whatever. Same difference. Man, fucking idiots, <laughs> man. Yeah. Those people are yucky. Yeah. But yeah. like, but but that but that was it. That was really it for me, man. I was really really happy that it was received well. You know what I'm saying? And I it, it took it took a lot of pressure off of me as an artist. Think you know what I'm saying? Because I was wondering like, oh shit. Like is 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 there going to still be money available for like for 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 people who are are who don't have like crazy budgets or crazy backings? And like shit, it was like it was it was love, like it was love. Like pe- people were sitting in the crib with nothing to do. Like they needed something, like they needed something to 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 grasp onto. Right. And you know, luckily, man, for you know, for the most part, man, I felt that my music played a part in in, in somebody's like in somebody's day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I hear, like I hear people talk about the working song all the time, man. Like, yo, like this is the one, bro. So, I got a playlist called Grind Time, which is when 
I absolutely need to start doing something right now, but I really ain't got mm-hmm. the energy to do it. I put this playlist on. Working is absolutely on that playlist. And I listen to that That's playlist love. at least three, four times a week. That's love, bro. Yeah. I mean, I did something right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you definitely, definitely did. So this, this, you I mean, you've been doing stuff right for a long time, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, are, you are not new to this rap game. You've been around for a minute and a half. Worked your way up. Just really, you know, building a name for yourself on the battle rap scene in the D, which is about as hardcore of a scene that you could, that's, that's about the hardest way to make your way into the rap game that I know of. It's coming up through the battle rap scene in the D. You know what I mean? So why, why don't Definitely. you uh, get, get the people a little bit of, of your story. Just like, how did you get into the rap game and why have you chosen to remain independent? Um, I mean, I, I shit. My story is just like everybody else. Like, I was a nigga from the hood who couldn't hoop. Like, that's all it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't hoop. I mean, like, I can hoop, but not to the point where I thought I was going to, you know what I'm saying, go fucking pro or anything. Right. And, um, like, I've always been really good with words. I've always been, like, a creative writer. And, like, it was something that caught it was something that caught the attention of the ladies so that that was like a fucking no-brainer for me but after but after a while after a while it just became like it became like an obsession and i always tell people that being from detroit detroit is the absolute best place to learn how to rap but it may be the worst place to to try to apply what you've learned just because we really didn't we really don't have an industry you know what I'm saying, like that, or we didn't have an industry. Shouts to all of the, shouts to all of the independent guys that are like kicking ass right now. But right. we really didn't have an industry, and like, but we had all the talent in the world. So I was looking at people, and and I was fortunate to to see the the Guilty Simpsons and Bodie Jameses and and Danny Browns and stuff like that. And it definitely it definitely motivated me to to want to be better. Um, as far as staying independent, I mean, I had a little, I had a little situation on Interscope for a minute and then I just realized that it, it wasn't for me. Like I wasn't going, I wasn't necessarily going to fit into a mold of, you know, a, a major label because I'm, I'm, I'm very stubborn and I know that I may be uh, very difficult to work with and, you know, and I, I, I know my faults and it was just <laughs> like, man, I don't, I don't want to waste, I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste these people's money. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, I'm super happy and I was able to learn and, and study from like really, really incredible artists, whether it was Royce or whether it was my man, Denai from B12. Like I was very, very lucky. So, yeah. you know, I have no complaints on the, on the days where it's good. I'm, I'm, I love it Right. on the days, on the days where it's terrible. I love it even more because it, it taught me how to hustle. <laughs> yeah, we you know teach, teach your man to fish. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's that's one of the many benefits of, of learning how to wiggle or hustle. Because, like I said, organically you learn how to pivot, right? Like that hustle. I'm gonna try it this way. No, that didn't work. I'm gonna try it this other way. That whole hustle spirit, that grind spirit, is literally the determining factor between yeah. uh, a company's success and failure. So if you have executives and leaders within a company that don't have that spirit and don't have that skill set, the company is not going to be successful. 
all. here it is. You you got this. And you are when we were texting, I was talking about, you know, I'm saying hopping on here and, and blessing us with game. Like I refer to you and what you've done with your career as Marv Inc. Because you very clearly have figured out the business of uh, not just hip hop, but you figured out business. You know, a little name drop moment. Like you were out here. Shit, this was what? Damn, it's like four years ago now. You was out here. We were Has hanging it been out. Long? Yeah, man, it was twenty seventeen when you when you rolled through here. Um, but yeah, so you you were out here. We were hanging out and we were sitting down talking with some uh, some business guys, some potential investors in a startup mm-hmm. that I was working on at the time. And when we got in the car to drive off, you instantly was able to like break down the whole dynamic of what was happening. Like business is business, you know what I'm saying? Like whether you are you are comfortable speaking in the language of PowerPoints and Excel spreadsheets and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of people figuring out how to create value and then how do you divvy that value up once you create yep. it. And yep. I, I just I just remember because that was the first time I, you know, we had met in person and hung out. And so we ended up in this situation where schedules were tight. I'm like, yo, Marv, I gotta go over, have a couple of drinks with these guys, roll with me. You roll with me, and you're able to uh decipher what was going on. Quite well. And look, I think that just comes back to just the knowledge of knowing how to look, hustle. Bro. Hey, look, bro. If it's a dollar out here, I'm 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 gonna get to that bitch. Please <laughs> believe, buddy. <laughs> trust, Please trust, believe, trust. man. Yeah, I dig it. So I'm an, on another name drop, you know, situation. This is about you. You know, you are you run in some pretty illustrious circles. Um I can't. I can't I'm imagine a better circle. I can't. I can't imagine a better circle to run in and hanging out. You know, tight with, with Royce the Five Nine and Eminem the rap guy, right? So like you, you know these dudes on a, like a very real level. You guys like came up together in a rap game in the area, and you've actually developed very real friendships with these dudes. So talk to talk to talk to us or talk to me about why is it that you still remained like independent, you know, cause some people feel like they can draft off of someone else's shine. Some people look to do that in particular, but you haven't taken that approach. So t- talk to me about why you've taken the approach you've taken when Royce is a phone call away, Eminem is a phone call away. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think one of the the weakest traits that a man could have is waiting, is waiting or thinking that another man is responsible for feeding them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I genuinely like, and, and and although I have genuine relationships and friendships, you know what I'm saying, with some people who are doing really well, I would I use that to motivate myself as opposed to you know as a expecting something right you know what i'm saying um and like it's it's is it makes it makes my victories much more sweet and it makes my failures much more telling you know what i'm saying like it makes them like i learn more so it just it was just it just made sense for me to just be me you know what i'm saying like i like i don't ever want to come in the game because anybody's a little guy or you know what I'm saying? That's 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 
this is my protege and all that shit. Like I'm, I'm not like I'm, I'm an entity within myself. Right. I've always been that. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And it, it literally just made more sense. That's all. Yeah. Like, no, that's, like, I love it. It literally just makes more sense. No, I love it. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, you can't help somebody that want to help themselves. And that's like, so the, the play on word of bootstraps, it's a, it's a, it's a double meaning. It's, mm-hmm. it's a nod to black folks out here who are really climbing their way out of really difficult situations and a whole mm-hmm. socioeconomic system that's set up to disadvantage us at every turn. And yet folks still figure out how to climb it and, wiggle and hustle and make their way out of it so mm-hmm. nod to that so it's actually not just two it's three a second bit is no one does it by themselves like you have to be responsible for it you no one can do it for you but people help you along the way and the third is this notion of if we don't make it it's because we didn't pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and I wanted to be a yeah. little tongue in cheek and fly in the face of that Basically, right, right, racist right. BS, right? Like it's a, it's trying to, we're gonna put you down at the bottom of a well, you know, and make it difficult for you to get out. Said well, we're gonna grease the walls of the well. We're gonna make it everything about it difficult. And if you don't make it out, it's because you didn't want it, right? And that's that's just that's just BS. But that's why I picked the name of it. But embedded in me naming this podcast Bootstraps, it's that that perpetual tension of the first two of you have to want it yourself. You have to do it yourself. People may help you and they can help you and they will help you, but they ain't going to do it for you. Ain't no other man going to feed you. Fucking right. You got to figure out how to feed yourself. Fucking right. Dope. That's what's up, man. You are, you're doing it well, man. So we were talking a little bit, you know, about uh, some of the other stuff you got going on, you know, that you're building off of your music. You know, when I was talking last, on my last episode with Dan Runcie, he was talking about how cats in the music game really are positioned right now better than ever before to take the equity that their brand that they build for themselves around their music and then to take that brand and move it into other spaces. But when they move into those mm-hmm. other spaces, they're controlling the show there as well. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about, you know, you got some apparel stuff you're working on, a few other Hustles, you got anything you want to share with the people that you're working on right now that's building off of music? Yeah, man. Um, you know, trying trying to just trying to hone trying to hone my writing abilities, man. Just, you know, write trying to write scripts, trying to write pilots, shit like that. Doing doing a little acting, man. You know, uh I'm in this uh I'm in this independent movie called Dinner in America that's been getting really really good reviews and um in <laughs> a, a couple uh in a couple uh couple film festivals um working and possibly uh you know what i got a got a got an internet radio show a podcast going on with my man's uh chris mccody my man big cannon and my man the side is called the upstairs boys radio we on every monday now from six to eight like it's getting it's getting a lot of traction Dope. Um, you know what i'm saying Work, you know of course the the you know, working on clothes like every other like every other entertainer, but like you know, just 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 trying to keep my hand in all the pots, man. Just trying to just trying to not be stagnant. Just trying to remain relevant as I possibly can. Right. And, Diversification. And, and, you know what I'm saying? Diversify your bonds. It's, 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 it's money out here. Why can't I have it? <laughs> right. Well, get you it, bro. Get it. 
Yo, so I know that your time is super limited. So before before you hop, right, there's four questions I ask everyone that, that come on here. And I'm sure you probably got a thousand instances in which somebody's went low and you went low back at them. You know what I mean? Like, I know I got more than a few. But we'd love to understand. Tell me a time when somebody went low and you took the high road and you were glad that you actually end up taking the high road. Uh, it's, it's usually with a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna lie, like it's usually with a woman, and I, you know, I say or do something that doesn't that doesn't appease them, and then you know they usually go to this whole tirade, and you know, and now all of a sudden I'm all these fat motherfuckers, and woo, woo, woo. right. But it was like, like yo, I was never that when X, Y, and Z happened, and it's you know they usually come back to their senses, and then they buy me stuff, and then you know, so I'm like, like I'm like I'm glad I wasn't a jerk to you, even though you were an <laughs> asshole to me. <laughs> that is such a marm answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm glad I wasn't a jerk to you, even though you were an asshole. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's real, though, because I mean, once you set something in motion, you know, like you've never done that. So it's important to. And the reason why I always ask that question is, you know, we are we are prone to like lose our temper and, and pop off and say and do some shit. And then we got to live sure. with the consequences of that forever. And oftentimes, the consequences for us as black men is really, really high. But that is that is that that is that is not the answer I expected. But it is such a marv answer, so I appreciate it. All right, let me next question. Uh, what is your personal definition of success? No one else needs to agree with it. How are you managing your life, and what goals are you shooting towards? So, not really what goals, but how, how are you thinking about success? You can look yourself in the mirror and be like, "I'm successful because I've done." Yeah. The um, it's like it's two answers, um, but the 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 shorter answer is always being able to eat what you want to eat. Like, like if you like if you wake up like if you wake up in the morning and you have a taste for something and you have created means for you to always satisfy that desire or urge, that's success. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like is. There are different levels, but I think on a, on on a, on a ground floor on a base level, yep. like because because that's the one thing that you have to do every day. Yep, that's the one thing that you have to do every day. And if it's a thing where you are able to always enjoy your decision, that is success, bro. Right. I mean, if you if you and for those of us who grew up food insecure, that you did. Like as soon as you said it, I was like, oh shit! You know, I just started nodding my head and. Sometimes yeah, you know, you know, my that's success, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's 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 really success. That's facts. Another uh, another another barometer is when I was younger, like I wanted to be like Jay Z, like everybody wanted to be Jay Z, right? So you know, you think that that's what you equate with being a rapper, like like over the top lifestyle, uh, champagne, boats, yada yada yada. Right. Um, as I got older and that didn't happen, I had to adjust to what my definition of success was, and for me, being from Detroit. Uh, like our like our auto workers are like well respected. So like if you get into like Chrysler or Ford or GM, then you can have like a very like you know fruitful career and a a, a good life. Like people look at them and respect them. So I said if I was able to make what a plant worker would make would make in their mm-hmm. job by doing what I love to do, that is successful to me. Dope. Yeah. And I think, you know, <laughs> people get stuck in that fantasy of 
the yachts and popping bottles and yeah, sure. 10 models standing behind you and that whole nine. But you could think about if you if you don't have to subject yourself to corporate America and, and or just not even just corporate America, just work environments, period, where you got people hating on you, telling you what to do, creating stress and anxiety and frustration. People subject themselves to that because they want the money and they want to be able sure. to provide for their family. So they, they make this trade off. I'm going to give you, you know, quote unquote, nine to five, Monday through Friday, whatever your hours may be. And I'm going to deal with all the BS that comes with it for 30, 40, 50 years. But with that, I'm going to be able to use this money to be able to pay my mortgage, raise my kids, do whatever, fund my life. And they make this barter. And in your definition of success, like, no, 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 I'm going to make the same amount of money as cats who are giving away a big piece of their their happiness in order to mm-hmm. do what I love and still get that same lifestyle. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And that, which is why, you know, I really want to focus on in this, this season different types of entrepreneurs. Like entrepreneurs are not just I want to be the next, I want to be, I want to be a black Mark Zuckerberg. There are different ways to think about entrepreneurship and how to think about success. So I appreciate you putting us up on game. Next, next question. I got two more. So one is if you were to describe your life's journey to date in one word, you know, your, your word, man, you're actually pretty good at words. What, what would that one word be? Um, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've done shit that a kid from the east side of Detroit is not supposed to do anymore. I've been to Africa. I've been to China. I've been in movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, my passport is crazy to have it. Like, I got some people with names and numbers on my phone that people would, would die to have or kill to have. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That, like, and I, I know that's not from me. I know that's of something higher. So that's a blessing. So I would say blessed. Right. Give thanks. And, you know, keep it, keep it a buck, I think, was a, uh, an indication of your character. You know, uh, we met through through the homie Frank, and you have always picked up the phone and responded whenever I hit you up. A few times we tried to connect when I was coming back through Detroit for some business shit. We actually didn't align, but you've always hit my box to tap in with me. You've always responded when I hit you up. Like that's a, I think that that's a, in the context of what you just said and the ways in which you've been blessed and all the moves you're making and folks you're connecting with, when you connect with folks, you always show up as a real one. So I think that's probably a big part of why you're blessed in the way in which you are blessed. You know what I mean? That's a lot. Right. Last, last question before I get you out of here, man. There's a lot of bullshit that comes with being black and particularly being a black man. We're always, you know, being put up against some pretty stiff odds, having to face different dangers. Now you have folks calling calling our 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 behaviors toxic, which through a very narrow narrow lens, you can call some stereotypical black male behaviors toxic. But I'm like, who's done anything to keep these little baby black boys from growing up in these toxic ass environments? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but that said, with all the stress and difficulty that, that comes with being black. It's also dope. So what do you love most about being a black man? Oh, the, 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 the absolute horror on people's faces when, when I infiltrate a spot that they don't feel that I should be in. I, I, I love it. 
I don't love it, and I'm and I'm not conforming. I'm going to spots, and I'm 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 being me, you know, because my money spends just as good, if not better, than other people in here, and I can hold a conversation with anyone about anything. So I I love that. I love I love shattering stereotypes. I love. I love literally being the ink in the bowl of milk. Like, yo, you don't belong here. And it's like, yeah, yes, I do. Right. Yes, I do. And you know, and even if I don't, who's going to remove me? That's the bigger. That's the bigger thing. And right. it's not even necessarily a confrontational thing. It's just like, yo, like I'm, I'm, like I'm not going to play your little reindeer games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in this bitch. Right. So either like, either you leave, or you accept it. I love that. I love that. I love. I love, I love being. I love being the big. I love being the big burly nigga with the beard, and 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 the the threatening. The, what, what they would deem threatening. And I'm popping in, and I'm I'm getting, I'm very articulate, and I can I can get my point across. And by the end of it, it's like, oh damn, you know what? I didn't even expect. It's like, oh, well, that's your fucking fault. Right. My thing about all the incredible people you may have missed out on because of your prejudices. So either Fox. get either get bag my food up. And let me get out of here, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's here's it. I don't I'm, I don't know how I don't know what theme I'm gonna have, you know, every season for bootstraps, but I am gonna find a way to bring your black ass back every season. Because oh, <laughs> you you I mean, this is what you do though. I mean, bars is bars is uh back in fashion. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yo, I appreciate you coming on here, man, and and dropping game and uh, sharing what you sharing what you've been up to, and really helping people understand, you know, how they can go out and be better entrepreneurs, how how they can figure out how to pivot and wiggle without sacrificing their blackness or their integrity. And to, to no, quote thank, you, thank, thank you, I'm up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Thank you, thank you for having me, man. You know, I'm always a part of it. You know what I'm saying I always support whatever you got going on, bro. Just man, yo, I appreciate it to the to the hilt, man. And this fall, I'm gonna let you know well in advance. I'm trying to get back to Ann Arbor for a game, so if I if I come through the D, oh, yeah, you will know well in advance because I done moved through there too many times without us connecting. We got to make it happen. Say less. Just keep me posted, bro. All right, bro. Talk to you soon. Wow. All right, salute.